Hey, I'm Brandon Tomlinson, and I'll be your Dungeon Master. Hey, I'm Chris Gamble, and I'm playing Milo Underhand the Rogue. Hi, I'm Justin Bourne, and I play LaCroix Dabu, the bard with the heart of a hobbit and the brain of an orc. Hi, I'm Kai, I'm playing Solo Nightingale, the Celestial Warlock. Hey, I'm Mark, and I'm playing Morgoth, the Shadarkai Wizard. Hello, my name is Ryan, and I'll be playing Lorzarin, the Reborn Echo Knight. I'm Will, and I'm playing Roostin, the Poem Paladin. Awesome. So once again, we've got some uh, players who couldn't make it to the session. So we'll be kind of rolling with that in the starting phase where we'll explain their departure and stuff. But yes, you will probably not hear the voice of Grydar, nor the voice of Echo. To get some initial framing going here, y'all have all just kind of stammered out ran out of the burning leather gate bar. Um, as you're kind of like running out, like the the barkeep is walking up the, the building, holding like a crate of like milk, some milk crates, because that's trendy right now. Um, walking up with like crate of milk and like sees this bar on fire and y'all running out of it and just kind of sh out of shock, like drops the crate and the milk like shatters and kind of explodes at his like below the knees area. And he's, what's happening? And y'all are just running, right? Where's everyone at here? Lorzarin would wait for everyone to exit before uh, following behind. Fair enough. LaCroix is running, but his little legs are little, so he's just full on sprinting. <laughs> are there like random people in the bar? There is. It was empty. Oh, okay. Then Roosten is going to hightail it out of there. Sola is also just going to completely run as long as, as she sees her companions running as well. Sure. And Echo also starts to sprint out. Um, as she's running, she kind of explodes in a puff of blades of grass. And this green gem rolls along the ground. You hear it pop to the ground and kind of roll, Sala, since you're in the back. I'll send uh, Jewel to pick it up in her little beak and bring it to me, because she has a faster flying speed than any of us as we're trying to exit. That's fair. Now, Jewel is a hummingbird, right? I don't think you're going to get a gem in a hummingbird beak. Uh, how, how big is the gem? Uh, probably, like, I think I've described it as fist-sized. Okay, then I'll, I'll go back. Um and try and grab the gem before I head out. Fair. Alright, and y'all are all hightailing it to the docks. There, you're probably going to see Grydar and Kagi. And is Morgoth there too, or was Morgoth, did we have Morgoth staged as in the bar? Uh, Morgoth was on the ship. He had a bad Perfect. feeling, right? So um, he would definitely be looking towards the fire and almost kind of panicking as everyone's running towards and just be like, oh, heavens, what happened? And just seeing the fire and everything, um, just kind of uh, doing whatever he can to help everyone get on the ship because it looks like they're trying to depart quickly. Fair. Okay. Um, yeah, you're. they're all, the three of you are arrayed on the deck of the ship looking out over the town. Uh, see that smoke? So Grydar and Kagi are definitely right there with you. So, um, yeah, that's scene. Like, uh, go. Does Kagi see the fire? 
Or what? what's Kagi doing? How, what's her reaction to all this? What the hell's happening? What's going on? Did y'all... Are you, We want to fast forward. Are y'all making it to the ship? Uh... It's, it's like a yeah. it's like a one minute like run right like it's not yeah. super yeah. far but this would be your chance yeah we run out i run over for sure okay cool so you guys are kind of running up sala that gem in your hand is glowing warm was it doing this prior when flasha was or echo was holding it not that you recall hmm okay i'm gonna put it with the as you're the doing a thing desire. as you're doing a thing it like glows and stops and grows cool and Gridar is now replaced with a pile of dust <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> I'm gonna wrap it in cloth and like hide it where I put the gem of the heart's desire as in in my bra uh guys did you see that that's I know it's the size me. of a fist, but I don't care. I'm just going to try and hide it. Uh, Nine hells. Lorzan um, would uh, attempt to prevent Kagi from getting on the ship, if possible. Kagi is on the ship. Oh. Very much surprised of what's going on here. Um, Sala, you remember, because you identified that gem before, right? Yeah. You think you could attune to it and, and get it to act right? Okay, I don't know how to do that, but I want to do that. But we're also in a rush. You are in a rush. Um, this is potentially really bad, though. You probably also... Um, throw me a will save real quick. Oh, God. What is that? A constitution saving throw? No, a will save? A, a wisdom saving throw. Sorry. Oh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, God damn it. Okay. 3.5. <laughs> For, fortitude reflex will. <laughs> Oh, fuck. It's a, <laughs> that's a seven. You've managed to get it to under control, but at a cost. One more burst of energy, and Kagi vanishes in a burst of rose petals. Oh, Jesus. Huh. Okay. Um, so that's an issue. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sorry, uh, guys. Someone scoop her up. As... <laughs> <laughs> Have they made it onto the ship yet? Yeah. You should all now be on the ship now. Okay, as uh, Lorzaren sees that everyone has arrived at the ship and is on, he will get on himself and begin uh, doing what his previous captors did and try to get it running. (laughs) Fair. Um... Yeah, let's see some like insight from watching them. Wait, this is Lozan? Uh, yes. Yeah, Lozan, you can just do it. So, nice. Absolutely, you're like untying uh, ropes and all that kind of junk. Yeah, and then uh, Lozan will say, uh, Morgoth, uh, do, and then he'll like just say, do that, do this, and then get that up. Uh, and he'll like basically give instructions on what he did to Morgoth to do as okay. this is going on. Uh, Morgoth will frantically start untying ropes and uh, getting the ship ready to go because he knows something is coming or he fears that something is coming this way. Um, do I catch an eye of this gem? Anything going on with it? I know Grygar was probably near me, him turning into sand and all that. You definitely see that part of it, but it wasn't like energy shot from the gem. Okay. So there's a chance that only Sala is putting two and two together. 
Okay, so this most likely just makes Morgoth even more panicked, and I'm just trying to get all the ropes off as fast as I can, and I look like a crazy person. Sweet. And the ship disembarks. Right? Do you disembark from a ship, or does a ship disembark? The ship leaves. Um, and heads off into the Astral Sea. I mean, ship embarks, but when you get off it, you disembark. Gotcha. Well, does someone want to say something? What happened? What was the fire? What was... <laughs> They're all shell-shocked. <laughs> paint this scene for me, someone. Like, does everyone just kind of looking confused and distressed? Someone someone paint this for me. Like, what's what's uh, Milo look like right now? Um, He's... He's okay, actually. I mean, he's got like a serious expression, but he's he's definitely not panicking. He's endured some um, kind of fast getaways before, so he's kind of just like um, getting on board and looking around to see um, what everyone else is doing. But I, I guess he'll turn to Morgoth and be like, well, things got out of hand. Turns out our friend Alzair is not what he seems. That looks like more than out of hand. Oh. oh my goodness. Well, the short story is we need to get out of here. All right. What's Rustin up to? Rustin's kind of pissed off that he didn't quite kill Alcer. He, like, hit him really hard, but he lived and escaped. Rustin's, like, kind of angry. He's just angrily scratching and, like, pacing around. He's doing like the the like angry white guy thing where you punch a hole in drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Just escalating it way too much. He's like that, yeah. All right, what's Lacroix up to? Well, Lacroix is just tuning his instrument, but he's also halfway part of this conversation, uh, and he's just really just tuning his instrument and working or listening. All right. And finally, Sala. What's uh, Sala doing now that you've on the ship and things to be seem to be stabilized? Uh, Sala's completely like ignoring anything else anybody is trying to do, and is like intently holding the gem in cloth, and is going to try and figure out what happened and if she can do anything about this gem. Um, like that's her complete focus because she failed to like do it in the moment as well as she wanted to. Where's Flutter? Or Echo? Wait, which does she go by? Echo? Echo. Echo. She gets upset if you call her Flutter. Where's Echo? I I knew she left with you. Echo's in this bloody gem, is what Sala will say, and then like go kind of like sit on the floor in a corner and just like try and figure out what's going on. Can I make an arcana on this gem? Sure. 16? What do you want to know? Um, the... Man, that's a tough question. Uh, what is the nature of the gem? Is it like some... Well, obviously I wouldn't know if it was trapping souls, but um, I guess my question is, like, is it known to, like, cause weird things? Or, like, would I know what it was, I guess, per se? That's it is... I... Yeah, at a very high level, it is a conduit for order and law. Okay. I suspect that's pretty dangerous. <laughs> Just given the nature of the two. Sala, where did you get that gem from? Morgoth, we were literally there. We got it from the crypt thing in Mount Celestia. Oh, 
No, I don't think I was there. But okay. Y- you were there, maybe. On the boat. I must. Have yeah. When we exited and got it in the temple, you were there. Um, oh. But it's acting strange. Well, at least it's not acting how it had been acting when we left. It's doing things now. Well, I um, saw Grydar turn to dust. Yes, I also saw that. Um, and I don't like it. Is there a way to, like, um, coordinate off? Like, to make sure that it's not doing something else to someone? Like, throw it in a bag of holding of sorts or, like, some sort of, like, pocket dimension or something? We don't have any of that. And your knowledge arcana also tells you that that stuff doesn't work on the astral plane. Oh, shit. I think Solish is going to say, this thing is definitely dangerous. So I'm holding it and I haven't exploded or whatever. Echo was holding it earlier and she was also fine. So I think I'm just going to keep it away from everybody else and hopefully hidden. And maybe if it's wrapped in this cloth and it doesn't have, I know, I don't know if it can see or whatever, but maybe if it's not exposed to the outside, it won't be an issue. Morgoth will nod and he'll just say, if anything strange does happen or anything out of the ordinary, just notify me at once. Yes, of course. You should throw that thing away. Sell yeah, it to just some fool. Get rid of it. <laughs> that thing I, sounds cursed. I tell you what. A, I, am I the only person that knows what this thing does? I know it's a spear of law and order. No, but am I the only person that knows like what? Um, you are the one who cast identify. It. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like, that I, part, I, they were there, but we can see how well they were listening. Sorry, I didn't mean to okay. cut you off. I, I, I'll just tell people. This is a super important thing not to be in the wrong the hands of wrong people. Elsa wants to quote unquote go home, which is somewhere a place in limbo, which in itself doesn't really make sense. And there's this there was this huge wall, there's this there's we cannot we cannot get rid of it. Um that is not an option. Um we need to have this very close to our hearts and make sure it's not in any hands but ours, especially not Elsa's. What should we do with it then? I will hold on to it, I guess. I do have the Gem of the Heart's Desire, which is, is attuned still to Alcer. So if someone were to take it, I would technically be able to find it again. Um, but I think we just tuck it away. But I think on our person is the safest place, unless anyone else wants to hold this thing. I mean, three people just turned into various forms of elemental confetti. I'm not touching that. I say you can stable with it so far. Just hold on to it and let us know if anything else transpires. While I do like confetti, this is no time to celebrate. Hmm. Perhaps we should locate Alcer. I'm sure he's up to no good. Has the ship started moving yet? Do we have like a designated pilot? You do not. You did. Um, But the ship is kind of just drifting in a direction. Okay, it is drifting. Okay. And we have no Kagi. Second, I was like, oh shit. So where are we going to go? Does anyone have any way to like look at the gem and kind of tell a direction of where we should go or something? I don't think that the gem is a directional thing. It's not a compass. 
It's a stabilizer. Go on. <laughs> so it's not going to point us in a direction if it's not a compass. And what even about? if it did, we're in the astral. It's huge. And actually, it's pre-configured right now to point at a very specific thing. Oh. The gem is? Which gem? <laughs> the, Which the blue gem. The sapphire. Yes. That is pointing at the thing that is in my hand. So that's not going to be very helpful. Um, unless I just huck it into space, but then we're just traveling. No, that's dumb. Um, well, we were thinking about going to what sigil for Lil Zarin. We could go to Limbo if we wanted to do that. That seems like way too out of control. Um, we could go That's find cool. answers. We could go back to Mount Celestia and talk to try and find the angel that was protecting this thing. There's options. I say we get some kind of normalcy for once and go to Sigil and kind of lay low for a while. Lay low? I want to finish what I started with Alcer. We also have a very large target on our backs now. <laughs> He's got a bigger one. That's true, but we also burned down an entire tavern on food, so we can't go back there. There's no Elsa... proof out with us. <laughs> Did you all say the wrong thing? He seemed like a yeah. really nice person last I saw him. And... He literally said to me, is there a clause in our contract that says I can't kill you? He's not a very nice person. And he said it all menacingly, not jokingly or funny at all. Yeah, and then I burned <laughs> the contract, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. No um, wanted us to get trust there. me, I'm a paladin. He's very evil. <laughs> nah, maybe he was using us. Unless he was definitely was using us. Awesome. That's how contracts work. Well, first of all, the tavern burned down under mysterious circumstances. I think I very specifically remember <laughs> you, Milo, setting yeah. the tavern on fire. <laughs> That's up for debate. I, I don't the other think thing is... Alzara is kind of a loose end, so my vote is to go find him. I'm with Rustin on that one. But hey, I'm just here for the ride, so whatever you guys decide. I think Sigil uh, was the right move, because we saw him grab the cup and then go through the door next to my sleeping chambers from the past, and he told Lorzarin that going through that with an empty cup would take him to Sigil, which would also give him answers. So I think we have multiple things to be doing there. So I think it would be wise to try and find where that is. But does anyone know how to navigate the astral plane? Why don't we stop and ask for directions? Stop I where? I know it works off thought, I just don't know where to. Um, I'll try to interface with the blue gem, I guess, and try to think of the brown leather gate. Even though I shouldn't know this because I wasn't here last time. Are you trying to attune to a sapphire that you've seen for 30 seconds? Is it not the... I thought it was the ship's, like... System. No, the Gem of the Heart's Desire directed us because it pointed to what Alcer most desired, which was the Storm's Eye. So that's the only reason why we got to Mount Celestius, because the Storm's Eye was there. And it well, was maybe... attuned to him, because it's his heart's desire. Maybe if somebody else attunes to it, then it would point to their heart's desire. Yes. Um, process of attunement doesn't happen in a, a minute or an hour, though. But we can try. Yeah, it is a brown true. leather gate. Um, well, who wants to get to Sigil the most? Lord Aaron. 
Uh, and at this moment, you all see Lazarin kind of just grinning as he's steering the ship for the first time. I mean... I don't know if I can hear this conversation. Yeah, because I'd be afar. Okay. So Lazarin's real excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like... Uh, I envision this scene happening where the party's like on the deck of the ship and uh, Lorzarian's kind of on the wheel. You know, he's like kind of just grinning because uh, he's never steered the ship. He's only uh, done the manual labor to get it to go. Um, so he's kind of excited for that. Um, and he's not really paying attention to the group talking and is more focused on making sure he doesn't uh, fuck it up. Have but, we uh, searched the ship at this point? Like, would like, did we look at the captain's quarters? Because that was like uh, Kagi's thing or the cap or Lazare's thing, right? I don't like believe Maybe we so. could look for some clues around the ship. Yeah. What are you looking for and where? I look under the captain's quarters. Uh, if there's a bed, I look under the bed between the mattress and. Sure. Sure. And I can throw, we can, I get you to throw an investigation but i i would like to know what you're looking for specifically okay looking for some documents or uh objects maybe enchanted objects or something of that sort mm, okay under his bed um what would i throw for that investigation okay <laughs> okay uh i think that was an eight on investigation yep with advantage, that's good shit. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to help. So LaCroix, uh, LaCroix goes in, looks around, does a half-assed job of looking under the bed. Everything's looking okay in here. I don't see nothing. God, if you expand it, it's a one and a five. <laughs> Is there a map on this ship? There's not, and I, I'm not done with that investigation role yet. So, as you're kind of digging around under that bed, lift up the mattress kind of area, and you see that under the bed, there's, like, a bunch more stuff. When you're lifting the mattress up, you hear, like, arcane noises, and you need to make a will save. A wisdom save. What is... Wait, saves are a little more dynamic these days, aren't they? Constitution <laughs> saving throw if it's something to do with, like, his mental... Like, mental... Really? Yeah. Uh, probably wisdom. Constitution's like poison. Nope, this one is uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Well, fortunately, I've got minus one in wisdom. Do I know what he's doing? Probably hear him moving around and stuff. Very nice. Hey, not 20? Yes. Hey. So, with that, um, you definitely see, like... A spell try and zap you, and you feel yourself almost transforming into a hamster, but you resist it. Uh, oh my god! Uh, and then I fight it, and it's all good. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, there's something really, really, really wrong here. I almost—I felt myself. I felt my essence. Everything about me wanted to be a hamster, and that's just not me. <laughs> I guess and, hearing the commotion, I'll go downstairs or wherever. Sure. Just in time to Before. see that there were books and stuff underneath that bed. Was this another 
book monster trying to eat it. Say that like I haven't I haven't done that. Oh, okay, not in this <laughs> campaign. You haven't not yet. <laughs> um, like, is it disarmed or like what's going on? It is now disarmed. Okay. Are there any interesting books, or were they just animated books? Uh, there are no animated books. They're absolutely not animated. They're just sitting under the bed. Um, they do look to be like a giant scrapbook of correspondences. With family and sigil. And some kind of general guide uh, to traveling the astral plane. And Perfect. I'll let that count as like a plus three when you're trying to roll like knowledge arcana to figure out how to do something. Uh, for me, can I try and do something? What would you like to do? I want to figure out how to use that map. Sure. Or, like, I want to try and na- help Lozar and navigate us to Sigil. Sure. And one of the first that, things that, that the book really goes over is that nothing in the astral plane is fixed. You don't just sail from one point to another. There's always a bit of randomness involved with astral travel. Unless you're using a spell that is pre, like, set up to do an exact thing. However... There is a way to use the randomness if you know what you're flying into. Okay. So in this case, fly around and wait for wait to come across a gate within the astral. The color of the gate will in fact tell you where it goes. Okay, so we just have to fly around and wait for a leather leather brown gate to appear. Yes. Okay, that's does it say like fly around in like circles or like in a specific I guess there aren't any cardinal directions because I guess magnet like magnetism is different astral plane. Um right. like is there any advice on like where to fly around? No, and in fact it says if you are looking for something and you come inside of it, do not lose sight of it. Because navigation isn't linear. So you could drift a very long ways away and completely lose what you were looking for if you just lose sight of it for a second. Okay. Um, is there any other... Like, does, and is there any other information I could get? Typically, navigation spells, things that allow you to find paths and stuff like that, that have a planner function to them and help you navigate and find gates. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone has that. I think Echo might have, but she's in a gem now. Um, so... Hmm. For okay. instance, and it's a full index of all of the various colors and what planes they go to. I'm going to throw this into our Discord channel so you'll have a reference. Zarin, do you remember yeah. anything about Sigil at all? I've never been. Uh, and you'll like be just smiling, staring straight ahead, sailing away. Morgoth will smile at him too and kind of stare straight ahead. And from what I know of the astral plane, perhaps if you just will to see a brown leather gate, you might attract one. So perhaps in your head, just visualize a brown leather gate. 
<laughs> um, I uh, don't know what brown leather looks like. Hmm. I um, do. He does. <laughs> I turn around to Rooster. I want to get there quite badly. All right, Lord Zarin. You know what the color brown looks like? Uh, no. Oh. Hmm, I see. This could be harder than I thought. Rooster, would you say your heart's desire is in sigil? Yes. I want to get back at Alcer. Finish what I started. Kind of hearing this, is there any way for me to try and, like, because you said before that the Gem of the Heart's Desire was activated by Alcen, or that it was like he had to do an attunement process. And I don't know if like that's the same thing or not, but can I? is there any way for me to figure out if I can have somebody else attune the gem or activate the gem or reactivate you know, it? You know you can. It, it, it takes a bit to do the activation. Then you can't do it like in the middle of combat or something like that. But yes, if someone had an object that they wanted to find, they could use that gem to guide them to that object. It would have to be an object, though, not not a person. It would, sadly. However... Okay. Oh, wait. You know. Hmm. What if, what if it was the cup <laughs> that he was holding? <laughs> I think there's a lot of um, cups. I'm gonna... But you I'm, specifically I'm... reached for that at some point. His shirt. I reached for what? The cup on the table. Right? Did I? Didn't someone reach for that cup at one point? On the bar? The one cup oh, on the bar? Well, Lord Zarin has I, a cup. Yes. Oh, right. This was but one that. Yeah, no one ever held that cup. Mm -hmm. So no one touched it. So it wouldn't be helpful. Um, I have an idea. Lord yes, Zarin, do you know what yes. leather is? Uh, I'll be honest. I yeah. don't. Your eyesight may suffer, but surely your fingers can feel. And I'll pull out my water skin and say. Run your hands over this. Get a good feel for it. Uh, you'll see as Lord Zarin's like wispy, ghost-like hand will rub oh, against his leather water skin. Fuck. No, no, you can. Oh, it's okay. just ghost-like is what his okay. fingers look like. Can you feel with those things? Uh, I think so. Mm. Well, get a good feel of it. This is leather. Okay. The feeling uh, into your mind's eye. Perhaps the color isn't what matters here. Pretty much all leather is brown anyways. Uh, Lozano, like, closes his eyes and really focus on feeling it. Uh, the ship will, like, rock as he's, like, not paying attention to driving <laughs> the ship. Um, so, like, some things will move around, but he'll, like, close his eyes for a moment and feel yeah. and listen to Roostin. Does this do anything? Absolutely not. Damn it. <laughs> In fact, basically, you're just going to drift around, and maybe it does help. Let's see how many hours it takes. So, Lorzaren, rule a d4. That times 10 hours is how long it takes to find shit. So, 20 hours adrift in the astral. 20 hours? Alright, after 20 hours, I'll pull my water skin away. <laughs> if we're gonna... If, if if it's gonna take twenty hours, is there anything that I can do in relation to the storm's eye and like trying to get anybody out of the gem? It seems like it was well. No, roll knowledge arcana here. Okay. Arcana is not great. Can I have my familiar give me advantage or the help action? 
How would that, how would the bird help? I don't know, she's really dumb. I was just asking. <laughs> um, well, no, right, like, if help? this is a thing that we could see, um... I mean, I got a, I got a, I got a three. Yeah, yeah um, you were stumped by this The bird would thing. have no knowledge of anything. Her highest thing, like, she has a higher wisdom than me, technically. Um, but, Akana is intelligent anyway. Um, like, nothing. Okay, I got a three. Fair. No, it seems almost inert right now. Though if you probably have time in there, like it feels inert, you would probably use the detect magic ritual. You would see that it still has like a magic aura to it. Okay, if you think, okay, can I try and cast identify and see if I get a different response hmm. than I did previously? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna spend the ten the minutes it takes to cast identify as a ritual spell. Sure, and I'm. You're getting a lot of the same information, right? Like it's um, a beacon of law and order that it brings. It, specifically, it brings law and order to chaos, which is a very fanciful way of. If you take it into limbo, it will bring structure to the place. Okay. Um. Uh, and so nothing else changes. I guess, can I then also, if we're just having some 20 hours of downtime, can I cast Detect Magic and just walk around the ship and see if I pick up on anything that's not on my person? Sure. Sure. Um, no, this ship was completely cleaned off. Okay, and then, like, the magical effect that almost her LaCroix is gone. Yes, that was a one-time use. Okay. Um, okay, I think then she's just going to sit and stare at the gem angrily at herself. <laughs> she knows she can't do anything about it. Unless there's, like, Morgoth has any books on gems or anything that she could take from him. Mm, I don't think I have anything on gems that I wrote down, sadly. Um... I guess I'm going to ask Morgoth, do you want to just like sit here and stare at the gem with me? <laughs> and we'll just both look at it and see if we can do anything. Morgoth will shrug and he'll walk over there. Um, Morgoth has changed clothes, by the way. He's no longer in his traveling attire. He's now wearing a mandarin-collared, long-tailed black jacket that like buttons up with clasps. So he looks much more like a proper librarian. Oh my. And he let his hair down, so it's kind of like hanging down wildly. Um, using yeah. that, some other information about using that identify spell. I'll give you this, and that is that the people who disappeared are not in any real sense in the gym. Ooh, that's good to know. They're somewhere else. Destroy it. I wonder if it's, I can't remember the name of the spell, but it's where you can, oh, banishment? Where yeah. they're like, not in danger, but they're just like in like a timeless void until the spell is dismissed. Yeah, it must be something similar to that, actually. Like a pocket yeah. dimension. Yeah, like some pocket dimension where they're just there. Um, something, something extra planar. I just really wonder why that occurred. I also wonder if it will change if we take the gem out of the astral plane. I'm also wondering what triggered it. Yeah, I am too. 
I wonder, like, as we were running away, maybe Elsa was doing some funky shit. All right, we're at about an hour in. Let's do that quick break. All right. You are um, coming across a rippling, shiny brown gate. It floats about the size of the ship, easy enough to fit through. What are y'all up to? Do I see it? Absolutely. I'm just going to tell everyone, do not lose track of that gate or it's going to be gone. So they stare at it. Everyone stare at the gate. It worked. Lozaren, you did it. You managed ah. the gate. Leather brown. Not red, not yellow leather, but brown leather. Ah, this is what brown leather looks like. And Lozaren will just like, kind of look confused at it. Not exactly, but close enough. It looks like we like yeah, it almost though does look like like shiny brown, not quite liquid, but like a curtain of it's yeah, cosmic bullshit. Um staring at it. Yeah, you all are looking at it. It's been 20 hours of searching for this. So should I assume that everyone's had a short rest? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Players say yes. Cool. Usually that means we're going to fight something. If you're trying to make sure that we're rested. We got in trouble by Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> we got in trouble again this week, guys. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I mean, I don't know. A lot of my groups tend to, to burn down every town they visit. <laughs> so, we're uh, s sitting outside this gate. Someone say engage. Engage. Uh, <laughs> Energize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord will push forward. Perfect. Okay, so the ship slips through this gate and Rustin probably relieved as sunlight shines onto the deck of the ship. Ah, nothing beats the good old sun. You're probably flying about 300 feet above the ground. And you, the ground is flat in a way that is almost disconcerting. It extends out for as far as the eye can see to the east, or to, I guess, not cardinal directions. It extends out beyond what you can see um, to your right. To the left, though, it the ground ends abruptly and falls out into what looks like the astral plane again. You realize that the landmass here is a giant disc. Well, it's like more some kind of than a toe. Some kind of disc world. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps it's a large sigil. Towards the center of the disc, kind of the area to the right of the ship where you can't see 
very far because there's this mountain range. And as you look at it, it's not really a mountain range. It's a single tall mountain spire that just goes up at to ridiculous heights. Uh, it's got to be hundreds of miles tall. But you can see to the top. And you see to the top that there is a Taurus at the top of the spire resting there. What's there? A Taurus? A oh, circle? A donut? Okay. I thought you said a Taurus. Sorry, my bad. I didn't know what to make of that. Okay. There is a Taurus resting atop the spire. Does so there appear to be civilization? Flying around, you definitely see a town not far off. Um, kind of along the edge of the disc. Hmm. What do you do? Let's go over there. I'll point to that. What are you pointing to? To the city or town. Oh, at the exact same time you say that, Ruthen is going to say, let's go there and point to the, <laughs> the Taurus. Nice. Um, Lord Zaren will follow Milo's direction. Alright. So coming along, the town is very disorganized. It is... There's absolutely no grid work or anything like that. It's really like a shanty town. Um, some, some like, big streets air quotes but it really looks like something just got mowed like buildings got mowed down by something larger um it actually is even built out over the abyss where they have like a a dock area and things like that hey that looks like a dock we could maybe dock there <laughs> oh the the as you approach or kind of fly over, the, the ships that are there are like strapped together pieces of metal and wood and things like that. Things that have no business floating on water, much less floating on whatever. I feel like it's easier to float on the astral plane. Anyways. Right? <laughs> there. Oh, shall we? Instead of a boat being stolen, maybe we should walk away from the civilization and walk towards it. Hmm. Excellent thought. Like, this is a nice scooter. I don't... I can't imagine being stranded here and enjoying it very much. What if we leave a note that says, please do not steal? I mean, I can cast magic mouth on it. On the boat. And that would probably scare some people, but I don't think it'd be large enough of a deterrent from thieves. Hmm. Well, I'll leave this up to everyone else. What does everyone say? Um, <clears throat> Brandon, how secure would Lord Zaren think he could make this ship once it's docked? Hmm. Well, so if you were to pull up that dock, you'd definitely leave people on it. So it's as secure as the guards you leave behind, just like any port. Hmm. Unless you had, I don't know, wizard chains or something that would hold it in place. Wizard chains. Morgoth, do you have wizard chains? 
<laughs> I feel like Morgoth would. All leather and chains here. <laughs> <laughs> only, only the chains wrapped around my soul. Uh, no, I don't think I actually have any wizard chains. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really a thing like i'm just like i don't know like if you oh, could i'm trying to think of even like using like a, a magical like a uh what is it the electric lasso or whatever thunder whip or whatever it is that you can like pull stuff with and that'll mm. work so you guys get to this town and pull up to the docks right and uh a big like burly dude starts walking out onto the metal and you can hear the metal dock creaking under him as he's walking and like just metal whines and stuff like that. Well, he's quite large, isn't he? Hey, Bashers, what are you doing here? Uh, are you? Excuse me? He stops and like <clears throat> clears his throat. Uh, what are you doing? Who are you? Ah. I'm Rustin of the Morning Light, first prince of Rustopia. Who are you? Listen, my name's not important. I'm just the burg who's running this place. Ah. You you want to dock here? He holds out his palm. Then I expect some payment. And you shall have it when my ship is in tip-top shape. What, do you expect me to pay you for a service you have not yet given me? Huh. What kind of noble do you think I am? Noble? He, he kind of lights up a little bit, and he's like, My word, your grace. I had no idea. Well, in that case, I tell you what. We shall get three of my best men, and he like points to some like dirty, like gross-looking guys off to the side, sitting in some chairs. <laughs> we will provide exquisite guard and guide services. For your utility. And like... for, for the mere price of five silver pieces. Do you, Whenever you depart, how about? Uh, well, I'll pay you two now and three when we leave. He's like, he's like doing mental math and he's like, you have yourself a deal. I'm going <laughs> to bend down and whisper to Milo. He's going to sit our ship, right? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm gonna. I don't know what to do in this situation because <laughs> they're definitely gonna steal our shit. Um. Don't mess with Rooster of Morganlight. He's nobility. Or what is it? Royalty. Nobility. Nobility. That's the word. And I'll, I'll give the guy four silver because Rooster like can't count. He's just like counting the silver and like is looking really confused at all of this. Like, is this a trap? Why would this I... be a trap? And he kind of walks off and doesn't even pay the guys he pointed at. Hmm. I'll go before, up to the guys he pointed before at. Before he walks off, can I threaten him? Okay. Yeah. What are you yelling? I'm going to say if anything happens to this boat. And I come back, and it's not here. It's burnt down. There's things missing. I know everything that is on that ship. And they say, "You do not know it will happen to you." Do you understand? He's, he, he looks back. 
nods and actually is there what's the intimidation intimidation can i roll yeah. intimidation you absolutely can i have plus six on it i'm really excited can i have my hummingbird like squawk in his face and give me advantage as the help skill i want him oh to be gosh. afraid of me yes oh, lovely. <laughs> Okay, well, it wasn't that great. A 14. <laughs> it's still good enough. Oh, yeah. the, the dude kind of like stammers and like stumbles off and he's like... Falls down right in front of the other, the dudes he was pointing at. And he's like, throws them a cup, some silver pieces and is like, uh, puts his hands like, and he's saying stuff to them, but he's too far away to hear it. But you get the feeling he's telling them that, uh, don't rob that one. Okay, I'll kind of just like brush myself off as if he got dirt on me, even though he's far away, <laughs> and then I'll walk <laughs> back to my group of friends. Fair. Morgoth will motion like, good job, like at Sala. And I guess I'll start making my way off the ship, right? It looks like we're disembarking. Yes. Uh, Morgoth will start walking down, cautiously down the, uh, the dock there, and just kind of going slow enough to kind of wait on everyone to kind of get off if you ever walked on like a janky deck or tree house this is what this feels like um it's like springy and like yeah it's a janky dock yes exactly what this feels like <laughs> will will's born on a janky dock <laughs> and yeah so it just creaks and like wobbles a little like why you it feels like it shouldn't wobble that much with just your weight but it does shoddy construction at best all right and you start walking up towards like the entrance you walk by like the three i'm gonna use air quotes to say guards that you just walked by um and you walk into the main street of this shanty town there's definitely you stand out and everyone's like looking at y'all as they walk by they're um definitely mostly in rags and kind of just random clothing Inhale uh, deeply and just like kind of spread his arms out and just be like, at least it's not a toe. And then kind of look back towards Lozaren. Lozaren <laughs> uh, will be like not even paying attention to Morgoth as he makes that comment and just like looking around in awe. Uh, and then he'll like look at one of the by onlookers watching the party and say, uh, is this Sigil? And just like looks at them. The onlookers, like the the two of them, probably one's like got like he's, this dude's got like this big ass sheet like wrapped around him, coiled around him, and the dude right beside him's got like a sack, like as like a gown. They they just laugh at you. Yeah, this is sigil. What of it? Ah, thank you. And then um, he'll Lorzaren will just like look to the party and say, "Where off to next?" It, someone else walks up um hmm. a dude with kind of shoulder length blonde hair and uh a little more clean cut actually wearing pants and a shirt and you've made it to zaus this is uh not necessarily the best place to land but it's also not the worst what uh oh 
You're looking for Sigil, huh? And he points up to like the Taurus at the top of the spire. That's where you're trying to get to. Probably though, but where you can't go. Told you we should have gone there. Uh why can't we get up there? Why? And the, he's kind of has like a questioning look in his eyes. And I see. So if you're that new here, he starts like looking around. Uh, listen, let's let's get off of the street here. Y'all are too green for <laughs> for these streets. Uh, we are um, primes. Yeah, I get that. And he's, though he's looking at Lorzarian, like, are you though? Uh, Lorzarian was like, he 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 doesn't know that he is not a prime, but he'll like right act as if he is, uh, and just uh, he says uh, yes. All right, and so. Well, my name is Todd, and I'm gonna t I'll teach you the dark of it. Come on. Uh, nice to meet you, Todd. Uh, Lorzarin will follow. Okay. Anyone else coming along? Is anyone else not coming along? How about that? Uh, yeah. Could I trail behind the party a little bit and try to, like, keep an eye on them, but also kind of turn back to the other three guys? Okay. That, that were, uh, Hassling Rooston. Sure. Do you want to like kind of just watch them from stealth? Um, no. Actually, I'd like to. Um. Yeah. Actually, okay. I'll, I'll try to sneak up, and then I'm. I'll just tell you what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go steal the four silver back. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Make a perception check to try to keep an eye on Milo. I mean, do what? Roll stealth real quick, Milo. Okay, all right. Depends on how high this stealth is, I guess. Right. <laughs> Milo, fifteen. Okay. And Rooster, let's do a throw a perception real quick. Ooh, don't see him. Yeah, Rooster, you lose sight of Milo. Hmm. I wonder where Milo went. Oh well, probably not important. Cool. All right, and then Milo, that's getting away to the from the party and kind of getting up to them without being noticed. Let's see a sleight of hand uh, to get those silver back. I'm glad you asked. Let's see. <laughs> Twenty. You have acquired force. You have acquired six silver. Whoa. Nice. Oh, anything else I can find <laughs> in the pocket? <laughs> More than the silver? <laughs> Let's add on top of it. <laughs> that's a really good question. Definitely, there's a flask and what looks like a dorky. Ooh. Yeah, okay. I, I'll i press X and take all. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, so you're kind of like going through, like, to not to not reduce this to video game stuff. Um, yeah. You're like going through and like, no one's got pockets. They're all like wearing like this like kind of made up clothing and stuff like that. And so they've got belt and belt pouches but when they sit in a chair which is what they do most of the days at the docks uh it's real awkward to sit with like your bag of like money or whatever hanging from your thing and so they they'll take and they'll put that on like probably something like a giant like rope spindle or something that's turned up and made it made into a table 
And so they've got like stuff sitting there with like a glass or like a pitcher of water. And so that's okay. probably where, that's where you're gonna collect those things from. Okay, yeah. I will. Uh, I will go over there and grab that. Sure. And I'll try to hurry up and get back to the party too. Fair enough. Before you know it, Rooster, Milo's back. Crisis averted. Can I? Like, Solid's just really uncomfortable because everyone's, like, clearly not wealthy. Like, there's not a single wealthy person anywhere near her and she just doesn't know how to act. And she's kind of, like, on edge already. Mm -hmm. Can she send Jewel to scout ahead, just, like, 50, 60 feet ahead in the sky to just see if there's anything, like, just to ease herself? Sure. And you can see through Jewel's eyes, right? Yeah. But then I can't see through my own. Gotcha. Um, so I would rather, like, send her out and then... Converse like, afterwards. Yeah. Okay. What is Jules' personality? Very nosy, I would say. Like, also, like, a chaotically good aligned, but also a celestial. Like, very nosy, but also gets very easily distracted by anything that looks sweet. Kind of like a horse, but she's a hummingbird. Um, sure. Um, and also, like, kind of like me, is kind of uptight. Like, wants to know what everybody else is doing, but doesn't want anyone to be anywhere near her, if that makes sense. That does make sense. So, I mean, this is kind of the way I see this is like a shantytown in like the slums of Rio or something like that, right? Like, um, it is, it is, there isn't a lot of wealthy people here, but for a hummingbird who would be like attracted to like sweet scents and things like that, there is all kinds of food and there is activity here. Um, and people moving about. But there isn't anything like uh, people moving into an ambush or anything like that. Is there anything that looks like particularly interesting? Anything that look like, not like an ambush, but something like dodgy going on? Is there a tavern? Like, I just don't know. I can roll perception oh, yeah. if you need something like that as well. Well, no, I just want to know what would be helpful here. Uh, there definitely are places that seem to be people are standing around like a giant turned out over a table and they have like barrels pulled out and are drinking just outside in the street um further up the way it looks like there's a building with people partying outside uh did we say jewel had a high wisdom but low end well wisdom's 12 intelligence is two <laughs> so yeah um it looks like a lot of people having fun at this large three-story structure probably the largest single structure in the whole place okay um like sola also knows that law zarin was specifically told to come here so she's also wondering if there's any like place of intelligence here that would be able to give him information that, that they would be able to gauge gotcha absolutely not and in fact okay. you'd probably gauge from the previous conversation with the folks this isn't sigil Okay. This is Zaus. Hmm. Okay. I guess I'll have Jewel come back and kind of just tell the group, like, not sure if this is where we need to be, but not sure how we can get to where we need to be. So, so Todd leads you off into a building. Do y'all continue following? Do we want to fast forward there, or do you want to have a conversation beforehand? Oh, fast forward. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's actually like a moderately sized structure here, and Todd, like, here you go. 
I think we can help you. And he opens the door, and inside is like a well-lit, nice building. Um, the floor, you can just see like cool air comes from inside. The floors are swept. Um, everything just feels nice in there. And this is the three-story building that you saw? No, no, no. This is a different building from that. Okay, uh, different building. Okay. Yeah. That one's actually a brothel. She she just spotted out a brothel and realized, like, there's a lot of people okay. seem to be having fun over there. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um, so, Todd, like, waves y'all on in, and it's like, so, you're trying to get to Sigil. You're a bunch of primes, and you got to the plane that sigil is on basically you're good except you're not so you're 99 percent of the way there except you've got to figure out how to actually get to sigil proper so let's do some plane talk real quick he's like gauging all of you <laughs> what the fuck what's up you said gauge what did you say He's like gauging, like he's trying to like evaluate each and every one of you and try, you don't know if he's trying to figure out how much money he can charge you or what he can rob from you. You get like, you're kind of unsettled by him. He's going to stare back at him really intensely and say, how much is 99%? So you're on the right plane of existence, which you could travel for infinity in other places and never get there. But... That said, you also could travel for infinity and not get there here. When you're on planes, they have different zones, different levels. In fact, not even all primes are from the same area of prime, or even the same prime itself. So just because you land back on the home world of one prime doesn't mean you're on the home world of another prime, right? So I need to put this in perspective here. Sigil is a city in the Outlands. That is brilliant. You are in the Outlands. However, you're on the chaos-inclined side of the Outlands. Over here, we have often uh, gates and portals opening that lead out to the more chaotically aligned planes and things like that. To get to Sigil, you cannot fly there. Uh, <laughs> wizards have tried. The mountain itself seems to dispel their flying spells. And I'm not sure how you got here, but that would probably not end well with for you. Um, it's the city of doors. So if you want to go there, you have to find a doorway that will lead you there. So there's more than one. We uh, found one before. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So something like that. Usually these doors have some kind of key. You go through them and generally speaking, you're going to pop out in sigil somewhere. Sometimes they're two-way doors. Sometimes they're not. Uh, Lord Zaren will uh, take out the empty cup. Say, uh, a key like this? He just looks at you like, that's a, that's a cup. But maybe. I... Did you have a I see. The, yeah. You're starting. The prime is starting to get it. Perfect. Yes. Sometimes the key can be a cup. Maybe. Sometimes it can be walking backwards. Sometimes it can be singing a song. Sometimes it's holding a literal key. Let's 
singing a song. Uh, Morgoth will kind of look over at uh, at Lacroix <laughs> <laughs> and then look back. Well, I guess this is all just so new to us. Uh, do you know any of these doors? And that's kind of it's, he draws a smile and is like, "I might." How much are you willing to pay for a real guide? Uh, pay? He nods. Uh, well, ten gold pieces do. So I will just put it into the conversation. <laughs> it starts like, those will do great. Okay, ten gold pieces. Get us to Ooh. the door. He like, he grabs those gold pieces and like stashes them away. No, he puts them on in his pocket. And, uh... Pocket. No one's got pockets. I said that earlier. Um, he's got, like, a bag on his hip. And he drops them into there. Strangely, you don't hear them clink. Um, he's got a bag of holding. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. And... He now get, he gets ready, and he's like, Well then. You'll be happy to know I've got one right here. And he opens a door in the back of the building that goes into like a small three foot by three foot stone room. Walk through that backwards and you'll end up in Sigil. Uh, I have a question for you about Sigil. He looks to you. Yes. Uh, would one be able to find their origin there? He looks super confused. I thought you said you were a prime. Uh, yes. I just don't remember much of my past. Got it. So you can probably find some soothsayers or wizards there who can help you with that more reliable than you can on the streets of Zeus. But you're probably just going to get mugged or robbed. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, and you said only good aligned people can go to Sigil. He's look stumped. I did. What if one was not good, but of what did you call it? Uh, Sala, the fiendish nature. Yes. Hold on. When did when was it ever voiced that only good people could go to sigil? Because I fucked up if I said that. Oh, I I don't know. I might have just caught the wrong thing. You said we were like ninety nine percent of the way there, or something like that. You're on the right plane, but you you can't actually fly there i see okay maybe i just misinterpreted something um but okay never mind continue yeah just todd's like here you go feel free to just walk backwards into this room um uh, can i before we do anything can i nudge lacroix give him guidance and be like i don't know if we can trust like whisper to him i don't know if we can trust this guy is he telling the truth as in, I'm trying to get you to cast a text box. <laughs> uh, Lorzaren, uh, as this is happening, Lorzaren will be in the process of going through. Not going through just yet. If he, if LaCroix does do this. I don't think LaCroix is going to do this. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh he's deafened. mute. He's deafened currently. Uh, <laughs> Lacroix is deafened. He's deafened. He's blind. Uh, he knows. Walk backwards through there. Yes. Huh? Uh, Lorzano will walk backwards through there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through the 
<laughs> Everyone will does die. know better. As they cross the threshold, they both disappear. Oh shit. Oh god. Okay. Well, tally ho through the door then. Jesus Christ. We just do every anything anyone says to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. It's so sh no, it's so dumb. Okay, whatever. Um, so we'll wait for everybody else to go through and then go through. Yeah. Can I cast uh, detect thoughts before he? We, oh, we all stepped oh, through. Back. Yeah, my <laughs> microphone was unplugged, so I was talking, but nothing was coming out. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I was like, please, please, can you do? This? I had a few things. Let's rewind just trying. a little bit. Yeah. Although, Rooster, were you waiting? Or would you have just gone on through with like Lozaren, like haltered, like to wait and see what Lacroix was gonna do? Would Rooster just go on? Um. Let's see. Yeah. Fuck it. Rooster would probably start to walk backwards through the door, right as Lacroix is cra uh, casting the text odds. Sweet. Um. Does the dude get a save? I think he does. For Keeper, he does. He gets surface thoughts for free. Oh, surface thoughts are free? Yeah, it's like whatever he's thinking right when the spell is cast, uh, you can see. But then if you want to, like, kind of probe deeper in their mind and really read in their mind, it they get a wisdom save, I think. Gotcha. The surface thought, LaCroix, as Rooston's starting to go, uh, that sure is a nice ship. And Rooston, do you vanish? Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> And then Lorzaren would go as well. Okay. Hey, Milo. I just heard his thought. He's thinking about taking our ship, I think. Do you say this <laughs> loud enough for other people to hear? <laughs> I'm just whispering it to Milo. We're doing a little uh, hobbit huddle. huddle. <laughs> okay. Todd, like, seeing the hobbit huddle, like, looks at Salda. Like, do they do that often? <laughs> you just hear us chittering and whispering back and forth and giggling every now and then. I'm gonna bend down. I'm gonna ignore him, bend down into the Hobbit huddle, and say, "Do I need to intimidate him as well?" Absolutely. I do not trust okay, this guy. Okay. I'm gonna. Day. I'm gonna do the same thing and be like, "Touch my ship," and and you don't want to know what will happen. <laughs> Roll this intimidate. Okay, I'll do it by myself this time. I'm gonna send Jewel with my uh with Morgoth because I'm worried about him. Um, okay. Worried about me. Yeah, I don't know. What happens when the bird goes more than 100 feet from you? I just have to... It takes an hour and I just have to re-do this. Like, I just have to re-summon. Sure. Okay. Did we remember to lock the doors on that thing? 18. Lock the doors. <laughs> He's like... Looks like... <gasps> I... Sorry, no. I would never. Y'all came on a boat? I didn't even... Oh, yeah, I saw the boot. Okay, nothing will happen. I'm just gonna stare at him and then walk backwards through the door. <laughs> Alright, so as everyone does this, is anyone else specifically not doing this or is everyone ready to have transitioned? Cool. Ready. Okay, y'all start and just uh, whoever was the last one to go through the like bumps into the other as you emerge onto a busy street. On the inside of a on the inside of a giant Taurus, bustle. Huh. It is much more of like what you would expect a town to look like, except for the skyline. Let me grab a picture of it real quick. Uh, immediately, uh, you'll see Lorzarin like 
going around to just people walking by and interrupting their day. And like, are you a wizard? Are you a soothsayer? Are you a wizard? <laughs> are you a soothsayer? And just like kind of go back and forth. And ask yeah, most of them are like waving you away. Like, get who? What? Go away. Yeah, he's just like he just does not know social cues, so he will bother as many people as he can <laughs> until someone <laughs> aids him in his lost endeavor. Okay. So, uh, yeah, y'all all travel and emerge onto this busy street. The main thing, Sala, is that as you were one of the last to emerge, you are walking backwards through this. And you immediately notice that the gateway is just an archway that is completely bricked over as you emerge into Sigil. Okay, so we're going to have to find a different way back. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, are those buildings inside the ring? Yes. Yeah, this is a city on the inside of a donut. It's like Halo. Holy shit. <laughs> Sick. So the, the skyline kind of rolls, whereas in endlessly flat where you came from, here you can see the city just roll up ahead of you, like a space colony in Gundam or something. That's awesome. And in the center, a spire, like a, a stone spire peak emerges. What do the people around us look like? All like sorts, different... mostly human. Okay. Um, yeah, um, there's maybe even like sitting or standing around and working on something. There's like a very gaunt, tall, bald robed figure like doing magic just in the area at like a piece of wall or something like that oh uh, would uh lord zaren see this absolutely uh he'll like stop asking the people like the initial people he saw uh see him and go uh and try to walk over and catch him and say are, are you a wizard or a soothsayer he the the doesn't stop. Head turns more than it ought to be able to and faces you. Uh, hello, hello. One hand stops doing whatever magic thing it's doing and starts waving hand in the air. And images appear. An owl with a plus sign. The letter R, another plus sign, and a finger pointing at you. Uh, who am I? Uh, the figure smiles and nods. Uh, I am, uh, Lord Zarin. Uh, who are you? A word appears in the air. Do I need to find? I need to verify this because the word that comes to my brain is Dabu, but I'm not positive that's the right <laughs> word. How bizarre is this place? It's super fucking bizarre. Love it. What's the insect situation around here looking like? Tons of vermin. I'm going to get to work eating things. I'm going to 
spear a cockroach in the street and just, like, rip its guts out and eat them in the middle of the street. <laughs> you, you have no problem doing that. No one even, like, really pays attention or cares. Um, it is Dabu. It is D-A-B-U. <laughs> Uh, hello, Dabu. Um, hey. are you a wizard or soothsayer? Uh, you got the wrong that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what? Honestly, this is a great stopping point, transitioning these gates and kind of getting your variants. So we can pick up with a conversation with the Dabu right then yeah so y'all made it to sigil finally holy shit this place is crazy <laughs>